0: Welcome to episode 58 of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Health Public Library. I'm sick.
1: Uh, and I'm Nick. No, you're supposed to say you're tired. Oh, they rhyme. Uh, yeah, Sick, Nick. But, you, but it's oh, also but I'm saying to say I'm sick tired. and ti- you're sick tired. You're tired today. I'm sick today. I'm tired today. I'll oh, forget it. Yeah. I'm Eric Mickles. We'll fix that in editing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Nick Gunning.
0: Wait, who's editing this now? You don't edit this? No.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: everything you say. Oh, your language
1: is so rough. Yeah. <laughs> That's it a thing. Is. Hmm. So. Okay. We okay. talk about
0: book news, mm-hmm. author news, mm-hmm. and literary news. All that stuff. Right here at the David A. Hale Public Library.
1: Yeah. Because we're the official podcast with David A. Hale Public That's Library. Right. Before we get started, I want to say a quick thank you to Bill Heaney and all the historical societies in Allegheny County for all the mm-hmm. work they put into History Week, which was last week. We had displays up. We had the replica pistols uh, loaned by J.P. Morgan Chase. Yeah. Thanks to Craig Brack, Jim Pomeroy, and Brendan Heaney for their... Uh, auditorium presentations that were well attended, well received. So yeah. the whole week was fun. It went really well. Yeah. And so thank you for everybody who put the hard work into that.
0: Uh, before we get started, yeah, I want to thank my light, my—I don't want to say like personal uh-huh. savior, uh-huh. but he definitely carries me through uh-huh. every day. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Thank
1: you. You're being played off. Am I? No, Drake. <laughs> Did you say Drake?
0: No, Dwayne oh, the thought... Rock Johnson. Oh, okay. He just released a picture for. Uh, the new Jumanji movie he's in. Wow. Yeah. I
1: loved that original. Yeah, I don't get
0: Jumanji. You don't get that? Robin oh. Williams, Kirsten Dunst? I mean, as a kid, I remember thinking, like, this should be better. Oh, I loved it. But you know what it is? I didn't think Robin Williams was being funny in that. Huh. So, like, as a kid,
1: I just wanted more of the animal stuff. Oh, uh, that's true. Well, he, he wasn't really funny in it, no. No. It's just kind of an adventure. Yeah, I guess I, didn't get, I couldn't figure out the tone as a kid. I did a book report. I mean, I love the original books. you ever read uh-huh. the original picture book that it's based yeah. on? I love that. Then I did a book report when I was I, whenever that movie came out on okay. the novelization. Right, My teacher wasn't happy about it, but <laughs> I enjoyed the novelization. And that man who wrote that went on to write uh, some young adult novels, still writing cool. today. So, um,
0: yeah. I don't understand because he's going to be in this movie, Jumanji, The Rock, doing The Rock, Johnson. and then he's going to be in Disney's The Jungle Cruise. It huh. feels like you're in two of the same That's movies, The, same the Rock. Thing, yeah. So, and I mean, he's already been in. Uh, The Tooth Fairy, don't forget that. No, the... Journey. Journey 2. What what does they call that one? The Mysterious Mysterious Island. Island, So he's like, he's basically done the same movie three times now. He's
1: got a weird career. You know who
0: else is in Jumanji? Who? Uh, Kevin Hart. Okay. Karen Gillan, who is uh, the redhead companion from
1: Doctor Who. Oh, slash from Selfie, the show. Yes, Selfie. Okay.
0: Also, Jack Black. Weird. So it's like... (laughs) It's going to be another situation I'm like, well, this is going to be hilarious, and I'm going to go in. and It's, it's not going to be a, funny at all. It's going to be a tower heist situation. <laughs> yes, you got no. Eddie Murphy. I think Jack Lopes. Black would know not to be in a tower heist situation, right? One would he hope. Seems to make some decent choices. I, Even the Rock has been making some pretty decent choices lately. Yeah,
1: speaking of Jack Black and weird choices, I'm one of the few people on Earth who loves the movie Be Kind Rewind.
0: I like Be Kind Rewind. Do you? Yeah. Okay,
1: good. Most people don't, so I'm glad that you like it.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's great. Yeah, uh, but it's funny because you've never seen Ghostbusters. So no. that whole ten minute, like them doing a sweeted version of Ghostbusters, yeah. all the jokes are just over your head. That's true. But I mean, they're still pretty funny. Yeah, I, I mean, imagine. I
1: know what Ghostbusters is. Yeah. it wasn't hard to. But they they do like
0: shots from the. It's great. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been slimed.
1: <laughs> well, maybe after I gotta watch Ghostbusters this Halloween. Somet- eventually, folks. We're gonna be talking a lot of Halloween, so we're gonna be talking yeah. Halloween movies. We're gonna have a special guest for that one. Are we? Yeah. Our oh yeah. Sally Murphy. Oh, yeah. She teaches regular craft classes here at the David A. How yeah. Library. She, Spooky craft classes. Arguably, she's the queen of Halloween. Oh. I think she
0: might right. be. But you dubbed me the king. Yeah. So that means i got to be careful because she might try to uh, assassinate me. Yeah.
1: You're the king of Old Hallows Eve. She's the queen of Halloween. So it's ah, okay. neighboring countries yeah. to get along. Yeah.
0: So. And you're the Duke of Funk? yeah okay <laughs> that's right um, yeah
1: all right so uh, send us your thoughts on what 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 are we doing we're doing halloween movies we're yeah. doing halloween reads yeah. and of course we're going to talk alexander mccall smith because he's coming because he's a spooky guy uh, no no not he's not halloween to... related no. he's coming october 20th yeah tickets for the reception are printed and ready to go so you can yeah. get him in the library 35 yeah. bucks you get to meet him you yeah. get food from the, he's Country the Club. official
0: alexander mccall smith of the david a Haye public library he is yeah
1: so. Come to the talk is free, but if you want to come to the reception and get a book signed, yeah. there's a $35 charge for that. Kilt, Live music from Houghton College. Uh, we
0: can't promise he'll be in a kilt or not.
1: No, we can't promise. We can't promise. There's but always that chance. If I was a betting man, yeah. you know, it's a, the odds are good. Yeah. Let's All right. say
0: that. I bet you $20 he won't be in a kilt. Hmm.
1: I don't accept. <laughs>
0: you know, betting man. Uh, uh, I was no. about to say something on the topic of Halloween. We just watched The Frighteners. Yeah. As starting off our Halloween yes, we did. watching. Yes, we so did. So that's, that's official. The listeners yeah. need to know. I know. The Frighteners, a 1996 Michael J. Fox film, Michael J. Fox's last film. Yeah. So, well,
1: his last film in a starring role. That's true. He did Atlantis he a did few years things. later. Yeah. So He showed up.
0: Did you like it? Yeah, I did it like it. It's a right.
1: weird it's it, a weird goofy movie. It's a weird tone. tone it's is, not yeah.
0: a comedy, but sometimes it wants to be, but yeah. when it wants to be, it's never funny. Yeah. It's trying to be like really spooky sometimes, but it's not. Yeah,
1: I'll say this for the Frighteners. I was never bored. Okay.
0: Confused. Apparently certainly, it had bored. more CGI in that film than Independence Day, which came out the same year. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, they did rely heavily on it. Yeah. So. Alright, let's yeah. move on from the Frighteners,
0: yeah. like most of society has. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh. Well, up first, we're gonna do our bookmark segment. No, we discuss... we're not. Yeah, we can. Sorry. Wait, did you have something else you want to talk about? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Not at all. Oh, well, that was needlessly disruptive. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about uh, things we've been reading, things we whether we recommend them or not. A little bit of Reader's Advisory coming to you now, <laughs> live from Eric and Nick.
0: Really explaining what our bookmark segment is. <laughs> yeah. You never know. This. <laughs> this is a segment where could Eric be has read something first. All the books. That's true. So you gotta treat it like a Marvel comic. That's right. Back in the sixties. Every, every issue, yeah. first page, first two pages, really explain yeah. everything
1: about the character, yeah. problems they're having, yep. powers they have. I can keep going. Yeah, I won't. That was. I think you should read. I last week, if you recall, I was talking about Spidey, a new Spider-Man series. Sure. And I think you should read it because they, they do a play on that. Yeah. The really? first page of every issue shows the Spider-Man origin, but the dialogue is always different. He's like narrating over it. That's funny. It, it is really funny. Okay. Well, so what have you been reading, buddy?
0: Uh, I finished Calamity.
1: Oh. Brandon Sanderson? F- Brandon Sanderson, the third Reckoners book. Is, no, is that a trilogy? Is that done? Or is it going to Yeah, as you? far as I know, it's a trilogy. I haven't seen him announce. It's a young adult series. It is a young adult
0: series. Uh, I gave it two stars. It's Eek. an unpopular uh, okay. opinion. Most people loved it. I guess I just never connected with the characters past the first book. Okay. And I never connected with the action it's st- since so Steel the first heart book. Steel heart. Steelheart. Steelheart. is what I really liked. Okay. Uh, Firefight was fine, but it was... I just, yeah, the third... F- one, I just felt like the climax didn't really do it. Okay. So, I wasn't a fan. Hmm. Yeah. But it's got a 4.0 rating on Goodreads or something. So we have this whole series in the yeah. young adult section. Yeah.
1: we do. And they
0: check out a lot. Yeah, they so, do seem to be popular. They've got
1: uh, pretty my good sister cover designs. To, my sister-in-law is reading Calamity yeah. right now.
0: Yeah. They're one of the they're one of the smarter ones that have, like, a, you know, you know, looking at the cover, like, oh, I think I might like this. Hmm. Okay. So, it's pretty important in the young adult yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only thing I read.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry, man. That's okay. I've been sick. All right, yeah, you sound it. Yeah, see? sound a little like Cher <laughs> Yeah, that was gross. There.
0: I do, yeah. you mm-hmm. It was way too no. high-pitched. I didn't <laughs> you what you were doing. All right. Uh, <laughs> but I also didn't want to start anything right away because I was waiting until the Halloween season started. Oh, yeah. So I've got my five books. So I did grab book number one that I'm going to read for my Halloween reads, which is uh, Eight Days of Summer. Okay. I might have said that wrong.
1: By Leo Hunt. Starring Zoe Deschanel?
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> Not really. It's the... Uh, uh f- second book the first book was uh 13 days of midnight by leo hunt and okay. i had really liked that one do you read that last halloween no i read it in august because i got it in a uh advanced reader's copy okay so i read it in august but it it was very like Halloweenish. i really liked it weenish is such a yeah a dangerous so word to
1: well i mean you've already dropped that you have a halloween reading list and I w- yeah. now i need to hear it
0: oh geez all right so the plan so far is to read um the eight days of summer okay by leo hunt Pet Cemetery. Yeah, which you promised me you're yeah. gonna read with me. Yeah. I've put this off two Halloweens now. Yeah, I know. So uh, why?
1: Because we read Doctor Sleep.
0: You wanted to read uh, Doctor Sleep,
1: and then last year we did Salem's Lot. Yeah. for the book club. Yeah, yeah, which you loved. I did like Salem's Lot. Yeah. yeah, but is that your favorite Stephen King? Would you say Salem's Lot? Yeah, huh.
0: but every time you're like, no, I'll read. I want to read Pet Cemetery with you. But wait, yeah, yeah, not this this year. We're doing it. And yeah. you know what? The the book I'm reading by Leo Hunt is actually called Eight Rivers of Shadow, hmm. so it has nothing to do with days or summer. Yeah, okay. Eight so Rivers of Shadow. Eight Rivers of Shadow. Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Okay. The Devil's Only Flem Phleg- oh, Flem The Devil's yeah. Only. Oh, I gotta get rid of this. Good for him. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, The Devil's Only Friend by Dan Wells, which is book four of the John Cleaver series. Oh, the first I'm, book is I'm not a serial I am not a serial killer, okay. which I'm planning to watch that movie. You want to watch? That? Yeah, I do want to
1: watch it. Okay, Let it's got know. Christopher Lloyd in it. Wh- should I read these books? You've never like committed to whether or not you think I should try this series. Why
0: don't you watch the movie, okay, and then decide?
1: All right, you want to explain the series?
0: Uh, it's just about a uh, a kid who. Is a self-diagnosed sociopath, mm. and uh, he knows he has some of the traits of a serial killer. Huh. So he tries to keep himself in check with some I rules and balances to keep himself from being a serial killer. Huh. But, lo and behold, a serial killer shows up in his small hometown. So he starts using his knowledge of serial killers to track this guy down. Hmm. But some things might not be as they
1: seem. Interesting. So, well, I'm intrigued.
0: Uh, I'm going to read Dean Koontz. Frankenstein, which Ah, you are also doing for a book club. Featuring that in a book club, yeah.
1: Yeah. Our staff member, Jessica. Do you know anything about that series? I don't, but Jessica, who works on the front desk, uh, loves it. Really? She's read the whole series. Five books or something? Super excited about it, yeah. So she's going to join us. Eric and I are leading this book club together, and then Jessica's going to join us, too. Are you curious?
0: Because you hated Odd Thomas. I
1: hated, hated Odd Thomas. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I despised it.
0: Do you think uh, it's just going to be like a different...
1: Well, I've heard that Odd Thomas is like... Atypical of Dean Koontz writing, really? even Dean Koontz fans seem to agree that it's different. Okay, it's borderline young adult, and I think it's, it's sort of in the same vein of the Frighteners in that you either can just embrace the weirdness. Mm, yeah. There's even Elvis stuff that happens in it, okay. so if you can embrace cool. the weirdness and just accept it. Then, All right, but I just never could, so I'm I'm more optimistic about Frankenstein. Okay, I'm looking forward to reading it. Have you uh, read the Mary Shelley original? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I, I did. I've only read the stage version. It was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um. It definitely goes up and down in terms of interest, okay? Because uh, uh, we it's told from Doctor Frankenstein, okay. but then uh, the monster just kind of disappears for a while, mm-hmm. and then he finally shows up and he tells his story, yeah. And that's really interesting, yeah. Um, but it takes a while for that to happen. Yeah, to that's what the play is like as well. Yeah, and then I want to leave Lovecraft Country. Uh, I can't say it. Lovecraft County. Okay, nope, it's Country. Okay, I'm having a hard time today. That's all right. I'm you're, sick. You're sick. We know. Lovecraft Country. It's a story about an African-American family that gets lost in the, uh, I believe it's like New England area. Okay. Well, but guess what? What? They have to deal with racism. Oh my gosh. And uh, maybe Lovecraft stuff? <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Uh, fun fact, H.P. Lovecraft was a super racist. R- really? Yeah. That is fun. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> so anyway, I can't believe I called Eight Rivers a Shadow eight days of summer eight days of summer sounds like a fun little romp it where sure does it sounds like uh oh, sounds like it could be the sequel to uh yeah. first days of autumn
1: yeah it does so. it does um keen eared listeners may have noticed that the wolfen was not the wolfen in is list. i
0: might replace lovecraft country okay, with the with wolfen the wolf. i mean you because made i did a, promise to read the made wolfen. a
1: promise to our yes, listeners i made a promise Seem so, to keep it. I, I wanted to read it. The Wolfen. Yeah. Well, you read it then. Well, no, I. We could both read it. I didn't we make can't that be promise. reading. If no. we're
0: both reading Pet Cemetery and uh, yeah. Frankenstein, we no, can't read a third it's book it's together. Too much. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. too cute. <laughs> All well, right, that was early on, wasn't it? What What do you remember? What one the Wolfen? Movie? Yeah, the Wolfen. wasn't that episode eight? Was it? Yes, it is episode eight. So if you want to hear, uh, we we featured the Wolfman. Sorry, the Wolfman. The you wolfman, wish I know <laughs> as one of our Lonely Hearts book clubs. It's a book we've had in the collection that's never circulated. Eric and I were skeptical, but when we discussed it, it and sounded read, really red sections. Yeah. We were actually kind of into it. And it, it wasn't so. that it
0: was like super intriguing or like. This,
1: it was just like this sounds pretty decent. Yeah, it sounded fun. So so you can check out episode eight if of you really want Wolfins to Lost to learn in New all York. About that yeah.
0: Maybe it'll have like a Gremlins vibe.
1: Apparently in episode 8 we also teased Nicholas Sparks pretty mercilessly so you know what it's what? because I was reading
0: a uh, I was reading the description of a book ah. and you were guessing every part yeah. of it yeah <laughs> okay yeah we gave Nicholas Sparks a pretty and rough time
1: we're going to be featuring Nicholas Sparks for our Valentine Hopefully, episode yeah. so he's got a, he'll we're have a waiting. new book coming out in October yeah he does so yeah. he's always ready two by two hands of blue yeah all right now that's a firefly thing what have you been reading cuz uh, i me, didn't do anything but please, i just i understand. took over well, I think I made up for you because I, well, I read a lot of graphics, so that, that skews. skewed. And a lot a of bit, uh, children's but. books. Yeah, you've been learning to use the potty. I didn't I the those. From your yeah, grades. that's true. That's my yeah. <laughs> if you
0: going- didn't know Nick had a kid, you yeah. would think he has some. He has a lot of problems that's right true. now.
1: That's true. Yeah, I've been going through. Here's here's what I'm currently reading to my uh-huh. son. I'm cycling through uh, Doctor Seuss books, and yeah. we're done. We're in posthumous releases now. Ooh. I've only got a few more. Uh, Clifford by Norman Bridwell. Sure. Uh, Critter by Mercer Mayer. Yeah. The tractor max series by billy steers which i think you would enjoy sure would. And, uh, it's just fun you know. okay and potty books i yeah. just i just look at our system and i've been getting every children's book with the word potty in it just to just yeah. to really drive it into yeah. his mind yeah so and i think it's working do you yeah yeah uh yeah. has, so, liter-
0: has a critter learned to use the potty
1: yet yeah little it's little sister Critter's Little Sister used to uh-huh. the potty, yeah. Okay. We bought that one. So <laughs> we got that locked nice. in. All right, so I'm going to start with the graphics that I read, and then right. I'll go back to, like, regular books. So if you don't like hey. graphic novels or me talking about it, you can just Don't, fix it. don't apologize for them. No, oh, I'm just telling people they can fix themselves a sandwich if they don't want to hear hmm. me talk about graphic novels. What are, if they're listening in their headphones and they are um, make a sandwich while listening? Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yeah, you read this because I read it. Uh, yeah, you, Eric ordered this, Uh huh. desperately wanted me to read it. Yeah, I said no. Yeah, he did. And then you read it, didn't like it so much. Well, because it made me sad. I was desperate, picked it up, and I think it's my favorite of the new Star Wars series.
0: More than just like Star Wars,
1: Skywalker? I was way into it. Wow. Yeah. What about it? was Because you hate
0: that time of the Star Wars. I
1: I, Well, that's not entirely true. I hate the prequels. I've liked some of the expansions. But you like Revenge of the Sith. Not really. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like the steampunky aspects. It was, it was steampunky. It was, they just went in a totally different direction. It felt really atypical for Star Wars. Kind yeah. of like a fantasy vibe. It did, yeah. And I, something about it worked for me. You huh. know. They never really did much. With, with the In the prequels, it was like Anakin f- can fix anything, and then we never talk about it again. Yeah. So it was kind of nice that that was a big plot point, that he was like the savior to these yeah. people. So I would encourage you to check it out. If you've written off the prequels or like me... Check out we Wan and Anakin because yeah. it really was. A lot this is of fun. an Anakin that's a lot
0: younger than what we, we saw. Yeah, so not so not Jake good. Lloyd bowl cut Anakin. Yeah, but, no, uh, so not rat tail. We talked a little Anakin? bit about
1: the difficulties of DC Comics following them. We a, yeah, I can't keep track. New Fifty Two totally rebooted everything. Yeah, now we have Rebirth, which sort of like redone everything. It, yeah, so I read the first volume of uh, the one of the first Rebirth rebirth books that's out superman lois and clark yeah nothing to do with terry hatcher or Dean. you King, wish though. unfortunately yeah unfortunately
0: they weren't even drawn to look no, like them like yeah
1: it was an okay book yeah it was for something it's called confusing lois though and Clark. Right? yeah you would assume that lois would play some role but she was like <laughs> i don't know she just had nothing she offered nothing you know what the thing is so i shouldn't of, give dc
0: funny. a hard time about not being easy to follow because i never ever followed them like, oh, there, yeah. I never like follow, I only read like stuff I wanted to read. So, it's, I don't know why I've been making such a big deal lately. It's like, where do I start? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to read Batman. Yeah. So, makes sense. Superman, I think, is the most confusing if you could be.
1: if you wanted to follow that well, character. Because now there's like the two or titles. Titles. three. Yeah, Man of Steel. And it used to be, when I was a kid, it was like Man of Tomorrow, Man right. of Steel, Superman. No,
0: but I'm saying now with Rebirth, there's like three different versions of Superman. That's true, yeah. And now he has a, now his son. So is in, yeah. this was
1: pretty self-contained, and I enjoyed it, but it was kind you of weak. bought this I for yourself? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's funny that it, the one Superman book you you picked up from the Rebirth era is called Lois and Clark. I know.
1: So. Well, I didn't really think it would be something that like our regular patrons would enjoy. You know, maybe it seemed a little out there. So yeah. anyway, I checked it out, and it yet, was okay, and yet we have so much Green Hornet that circulates. It's all checked out right now. Oh Every God. volume of Eric's. Oh, uh. <laughs> all right. What else are you reading? Uh, but first of all, I recommend the Green Hornet series. We have in our <laughs> graphic novel collection. Uh, here's another one that that I bought. This one, but then when it came, we were kind of we weren't sure if it actually was an adult graphic novel or where it was supposed to go. Oh yeah, this is Moon Cop. Moon Cop, and I loved it. Yeah, it just came upstairs just to find out like we were trying to figure out where to put it. And it yeah, because it, it
0: kind of had like, the art style made us think of a, maybe it was juvenile. Yeah,
1: it did kind of seem that way. The humor, and not that it was like hilarious or anything, but the, I guess the, the plot and the humor yeah. uh, really are just, it's just for adults. It's not, that makes it sound like it's like some, yeah know, vulgar material. It's yeah. not, it's just, yeah. it deals with like his loneliness and yeah. different Moon things. Cop. It's just something that.
0: Yeah, it was a, it's a fun little, random thing that
1: just showed i know up. yeah so i really enjoyed that it's in the adult graphic novels in the news section check that out yeah finally i've been following the uh no sorry vader set shadows and secrets vader volume two yeah. i read yeah that's eh. okay man yeah i rated it the same as you three stars did you just kind of a okay entry i like the character i can't remember her name what's her name oh i don't remember the this little protege yeah yeah she's cool know. so we have these all of these are things we have in the graphic. It starts novels. with an a right I can't remember. I, and then I read Spider Man One More Day, which is the universally maligned, panned. It's very bad. Yeah. yeah. And everybody was right. It is terrible. No. We don't have this in our collection. No, we don't. It was one that I was reading. We just got my American Sun, though. Terrible. What's that? Uh,
0: you'll, you'll get up to there if, if you continue on your Spider Man reading. Okay. So it's about uh, him fighting Norman Osborn again. Mm-hmm. But Norman Osborn, after he's taken over the Avengers, because huh. he formed the Dark Avengers for a right. while. So. so this is new to our collection. Yeah.
1: Cool. Just came upstairs. Yeah, it was only like five bucks, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get us this. Nice. It's a good one. All right, so book books. Book books. I finished Girl on the Train, and that was another one that I thought was worthy of its reputation. Wow. I really loved that.
0: Wait, you mean another one as in like brand new day was worthy of its bad reputation? Yeah. One One, one
1: more day was was, uh, known to be terrible, and it was. And Girl on the Train train was known to be great, and it was. Were you scared? So I really didn't know where it was going to go. I really... And it was the kind of thing where, like, once it's finished, you can see how you got there. Yeah. But I really was impressed with the, with the way the story was yeah. structured, layered. You're following three different people. Yeah. Time jumps around a little bit. That could be confusing, but it wasn't. So I thought it was excellent. And then we're doing this for our book club, uh, Paige Turner's book club. Um, and then we move on to Frankenstein. So if you want to join us for that talk. When do you meet? That's what I'm looking. It's October 5th. All right. Wow, 330. 3 October 5th. That's so next week, please join us. You don't have to. If, I mean, we have a sign up, but if you want to just pop in and talk about Girl on the Train yeah. with us, please do. We meet in my office, which is upstairs behind the circus yeah, desk. Very fancy. Yep. Uh, and then finally, Good Vibrations by Mike Love. Brand new nonfiction. <laughs> uh, Mike Love, the uh, front man of the Beach Boys, oh. wrote a biography basically about the Beach Boys more than just about himself. And Mike Love is sort of. Uh, everyone knows that he's a jerk. That's just kind of the thing. He's like the jerkiest guy in rock and roll. Okay. So I was curious to read this book, and I was kind of surprised at how much of that he took. He was like, yeah, I'm kind of a jerk. Like, I was a jerk in this situation. (laughs) I thought he owned up to quite a lot of it, and the Beach Boys have kind of a fascinating history. Yeah. For example, did you know that one of the Wilson brothers was like friends with Charles Manson, and Charles Manson co-wrote some Beach Boys lyrics? Ah-ha! Crazy. Crazy. There's, there's all sorts of weird little things like that, or just the way they go. That
0: uh, Wilson from from Home Improvement from Home Improvement is Tim related Allen. to the yes. Beach Boys.
1: That was a great episode. <laughs> yeah. They showed up on Full House, remember? Well, John yeah. Stamos is sort of a de facto Beach Boy. He, like, performs with them. That's so crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah, good for John Savos. Anyway, so this this uh, Good Vibrations by Mike Love is new to our collection. Uh, I think if you're interested in, in 60s rock and roll, or whatever the Beach Boys is, I don't know if I would say that's rock and roll. Are they 60s? Yeah, yeah. 60s. Yeah. Sure. They peaked before the Beatles, like, yeah. came to the U.S. And then they've never stopped. I mean, the Beach Boys still tour uh, regularly. It's It's... Pretty much. I mean, Brian Wilson has his own thing going yeah. on, but it's Mike Love and a few of the others still keep going. All right. But if you're interested in 60s Rock, I would check it out. If you're a Beach Boys fan, I would check it out. Uh, even Mike just Love like a, as a, a person? Yeah. <laughs> even just like a Rock bio. I thought it was really well written. Huh. And uh, I don't know. I just, I devoured it. I read it really quickly. All right. Currently, I'm reading Emma by Alexander McCall Smith, yeah. which is our uh, contemporary classics book club book. Uh, this is a retelling of Jane Austen's Emma, part of a special series where contemporary authors uh, re- redo and update her books. Did you
0: get asked to do that?
1: Did I get asked? Yeah, them? to write,
0: to reimagine? Did, were they,
1: did they ask me? Yeah. They did ask me, but I was did too busy. They? I was interim director at the time. They A lot of stuff was going on. All so right. I, just
0: didn't... I was upset. Yeah.
1: Yep. So I've started that one, and it's pretty good so far. And I've also started... Pet Cemetery. You started that already? By Stephen King. Oh, maybe I should start that one then. Yeah. Well if you want. I wanna I, I wanna have plenty of time to read Frankenstein and everything, so I yeah. thought I'd start that right now. Alright. So yeah, currently I'm reading Emma and Pet Cemetery. Well then I'm also currently
0: reading Pet Cemetery. <laughs> no
1: one has ever said I'm currently reading Emma and Pet Cemetery. That's a time. It's yeah. never been said. So yeah. that's great. That's I'm exciting. glad you're
0: finally gonna figure out what Pet Cemetery is about. I know. You I have don't been understand. confused for what, three I am years confused.
1: now? Yeah. I don't know. So. It's about like evil cats. Yeah maybe no undead you know undead yeah undead zombie cats yeah okay. I, I mean in part i'm sure i don't know why i haven't read it before now it sounds <laughs> okay it sounds let's get to Dynamite. book news we picked up a new follower on twitter the buffalo and Erie library uh system okay So shout outs to our new listeners sure. hello yeah go ahead and tell us uh let's talk book news buddy all right what do we got you want to start sure <laughs> <laughs> oh this thing we do i know it's so cute Okay. Hey. This is the second time you've
0: c- called me
1: cute. Stop it. Really? Yeah. Hey. It's not professional. Hey man. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're an attractive man. Well, mad. all right. Sure. Yeah. You'll take that. <laughs> okay. So this is book stuff. <laughs> book stuff. This is book stuff. Yeah, book stuff. <laughs> That's you what know. we should have called this book. You know, <laughs> we should call the podcast book stuff with Eric and Nick. <laughs> Coming out November fifteenth. Eric, you've been patiently waiting for this. You're twenty-two books into this series. You've been saying, when's the next one coming out? When's the next one coming out? And I keep telling you, you got to hold on. Uh Finally, Janet Ivanovich has sat down and has written Turbo 23. Wow. Book number 23 in the best-selling Stephanie Plum. Yeah. uh, Mystery series. Movie. Is it a mystery series? Is it? (laughs) Movie uh, was based off this series starring Katherine Heigl and yeah. Stephanie Plum. Now, you're a huge Catherine uh, Heigl fan. No, I'm not. From her Grey's Anatomy time. No. Oh. Well, I like her on Grey's Anatomy. I'll give her that. Yeah. Speed is the name of the game as Stephanie Plum returns in Turbo 23, the yeah. thrilling, fast-paced new adventure from number one New York Times bestselling author, Janet Ivanovich. Yeah. I reached out to Janet Ivanovich to see if she would come and do a talk okay. here at the author and be one of our visiting authors. Yeah. Uh, she only does venues that are 600... Seats and up. Uh, we only have three seats. I don't think seats. you should have her. No I'm not bad mouth there. Hell, m- whatever I'm just telling you. That's just, you know. She's hard to so get. We tried. She's hard to get. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nobody so puts Jen
0: Ivanovich in the corner.
1: They sure don't. That's coming out November 15th. So you got a while All for right. there. Yeah. Alice Hoffman, a best selling author of The Marriage of Opposites and The Dovekeepers. You're a dove keeper. I keep many doves. Do you? Okay. She's got her new book coming out, Faithful. This is coming out November 1st. From New York Times bestselling author comes a soul-searching story about a young woman struggling to redefine herself and the power of love, family, and fate. Cool. Oh Great. Now I'm going to have The Power of Love by Huey Lewis stuck in my yeah. head for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Thanks, Alice Hoffman. Yeah. Faithful's coming out uh, November 1st if you're an Alice Hoffman sure. fan. If you're not an Alice Hoffman fan, that's not going to stop this book from coming out. Yeah. So. You should still read it. It's broaden kinda, your horizons. Today, yeah.
0: I told Nick to broaden his horizons and uh, his musical choices. Yeah, we were so at Music Alley. So he yeah. picked up some uh, Beach Boys.
1: Yeah, later Beach Boys. Yeah. I've been in a Beach Boys zone. I finished the Mike Love biography. Yeah. And I have pet sounds. Yeah, I have the hits. I don't have a lot of like the deep cut albums. So right. I found a couple of obscure yeah. ones at uh, Music Alley. So. There you go. What did you get? You got some stuff for the collection. For the library? Yeah, yeah I
0: got us the first season of... Uh,
1: Boardwalk, the Originals Boardwalk. and Boardwalk Empire. Okay. I've never seen either of those. I mean, they're not okay. my kind of thing. Oh, okay. Well, I, this is your kind of thing. Sure is. The one that I'm about to tell you. Hit me. I picked it for you. All right. For you alone. Okay. Oh, Coming out November 8th. Animorphs. From my story. By Novae- Eric Nichols. Sci-fi author Timothy Zahn. Really? Yeah. Comes Starcraft. What? Evolution. Starcraft based off of the Starcraft, the video game? Looks like it. Oh, <gasps> Well you tell me. Read me a description. In Starcraft Evolution, the war between the Terrans, the Protos and the Zerg It's Protoss. has been over for years but the fight for peace is still being waged as yeah. the Terran dominion struggles to recover from the ravages of war uh-huh. Emperor Valerian Mengsk uh, has yeah. no intention of ruling in the same bloody manner as his father the late Arcturus oh boy in- spoiler warnings instead of seeking vengeance Valerian is determined to maintain the peace so when he receives an urgent plea for aid from Zagara yeah. over queen of the savage Zerg swarm uh-huh. he agrees to hear her case despite his personal misgivings and the severe disapproval of Hierarch Artena of the Protoss,
0: of the Protoss.
1: Okay, Protoss. <laughs> all right. Are you excited?
0: I love StarCraft. Right. I love the StarCraft universe okay. so much. I don't. I'm I mad know. that the Warcraft movie bombed so bad because now I'll never get a StarCraft movie. Th- and these are different.
1: Yes, Warcraft and StarCraft different.
0: Warcraft, because you remember real time strategy games, yeah. on the computer yeah. where like you had to build armies, but it was all in real time. Yeah, uh, StarCraft was one of those. Mm-hmm. It was. They had Warcraft, which was one of those, and then it became you know the world of warcraft thing starcraft right. was a real-time strategy game as well set in space okay in the future it has nothing to do with warcraft other right. than they're like similar genres and okay. stuff it had three races like you just read the terran which are the humans from earth sure the protoss which are like these psychic aliens and the zerg which are these insectoids that can morph into other the features
1: buzz lightyear fights evil emperor zerg is that right <laughs> he does okay. yeah same so same guy yeah okay same thing all right so are you gonna read this book uh there's still some of the
0: books that i need to read from the other ones this i'm actually like... playing uh Star- starcraft 2 right oh now oh my
1: gosh well my apologies to your wife then for bringing this up i love starcraft i don't know if this is i guess it's part of a series i don't know where it fits in. i don't know, it,
0: i think this might be the third game the third part of the second game finally came out the protest okay. one legacy of the void and uh i think this is like after that now okay
1: so. Yeah, it looks like there's a there's like a four volume series, then a standalone in 2006, I and then this one.
0: Played so. so much StarCraft as a kid.
1: Good for you. So well, much. I knew you'd enjoy that one. Oh boy. All right. So and now we're gonna move over to the large Protoss. Range. They have this Protoss. ship called yeah. a carrier. Okay.
0: And it's great because it looks like a blimp from the screen. Yeah. Uh, and it flies around, but it has these eight drones. You can have up to eight drones in it. Yeah. And they just swarm out of the ship and just start shooting everything around. Yeah. So you get like 12 of those carriers. Yeah. And you just fly into somebody else's base. Oh, man. Sure. It's, a, it's chaos of fr- Yeah. Uh-huh. It's
1: awesome. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, no, that's all right. So. The Terran have this shit. I'll stop. <laughs> uh in large print we have uh Wendy protest no no this is starcraft evolution related print. wendy Corsi. you know what though we do we do a special uh delivery service th- with the office for the aging where we deliver books to yeah. uh meals on wheels have they requested starcraft no but um <laughs> people do request uh sci-fi and there is like shockingly little huh. sci-fi yeah. i mean in our collection we don't have very many at all but when you look it's just not a it's not often an option to have yeah. sci-fi in large print, so we have a few special things that I grab for that. All part. right. Anyway, uh, Wendy Corsi-Staub is back <laughs> in her Lily Dale Mystery 2, Something Buried, Something Blue. I think it's supposed to be Something Borrowed. Yeah. Oh, but she's... Okay, I got it. Yeah, that. Something is Buried. New York though. Times best-selling author Wendy Corsi-Staub is back at the second in her critically acclaimed Cozy Mystery Series. So if you're a Cozy Mystery fan, look out October 11th because we're getting this in large print. And it's starting to get chilly out, so you're going to need those Cozy Mysteries. Mention, also coming out October 11th, we have I Am Brian Wilson, <laughs> a memoir.
0: See, I was going to save this for you. Wait. You... That's way too soon for October you to be talking 11th. about. Yeah. That's, that's so, so far two away. Weeks.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Anyway, it's but fine. It's Brian fine. Wilson sort of wrote a uh, a biography years ago when uh-huh. he was under the influence of a evil like therapist life coach who took over his life sure so that one doesn't count all right so this is the first one so i'm, I'm probably going to read this because there's a schism within the beach boys where mike love is i, I suppose he would be the cyclops and uh, brian <laughs> wilson would be the, the wolverine but you could go either way. <laughs> okay so I'm, I'm curious to see brian wilson's take on that but yeah. that's coming out october 11th you can right. still talk about it when it comes out in multiple weeks. I will, yep. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. We'll make sure Brian Wilson gets enough coverage. Definitely. On all the books.
1: Yeah. He's, he's got to. <laughs> uh, all right. Take it away. What do you got coming out this week?
0: All right. September 27th. Bless you. Thank you, buddy. 2016.
1: Um, Hold on. Am I going to like these?
0: I hope so. Okay. We've got some nonfiction. Let's okay. start. All right. Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen.
1: Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So I guess it's his biography.
1: It's getting, like, amazing reviews. Is it everything. really? Yeah, Publishers Weekly Kirkus. Across the board, it's really... Look, I'm not saying a he's of... a uh,
0: a poet. Okay.
1: What if he's a poet, but he <laughs> didn't, <laughs> so, didn't know it? He's
0: it's, it's pretty good at telling... Us. I mean, you listen to something like uh, Jungle Town. I mean, yeah. It's an eight-minute
1: story. Yeah, so. well, born in the USA. You know right where he's born, just from the title. So. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. There you jail, go. Right there. Um, there's a... There's a complimentary not complimentary what am i saying well a cd that goes with it that's true yes that could be um
0: it'll be exciting we're i mean we're getting this right sure yeah. so i think i might actually want to read this one okay so he says i was thinking about writing about yourself is a funny business but in a project like this the writer has made one promise to show the reader his mind in these pages i tried to do this Bruce hmm. springsteen from the pages of born to run okay it's funny he says made one promise because he has an album called the promise uh, that's not that funny it's funny that he called it Born to Run, because he also has an album, a song called Born to Run.
1: Weird. Yeah. It's uh, almost you, like magic, which is weird. Oh, my gosh. called Magic.
0: <laughs> do you know tramps like you and me were born to run? No. Yeah. Oh, is that part of the song? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Oh. So, okay. I guess she's got a new book out.
1: World's longest movie.
0: Is it really? I I've never so. seen yeah, the movie. It's really long.
1: Uh, okay. I think my wife and her sister sat down to watch, and they only got through Eat and Pray. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Vern. Let's say, okay, Pop Sugar says, a must-read for anyone hoping to live a creative life. I yes. dare you not to be inspired, to be brave, to be free, to be curious. Wow. So, that's all. That's it? Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I'm going to read about oh, it. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. We've got some more, uh, we've got some fiction here. Okay. Actually, I'm going to bring up uh, this one, because this actually comes out the 26th. Woman of God by James Patterson. We have this one. And Maxine Pietro. We have this yep.
1: one down in the wings, waiting for us to be able to legally release it. Actually, this Saint one's... Peter's
0: Square, Rome. Mm. White smoke signals that a new pope has been chosen. Yeah. Is it possible that the new pope is a woman? Yeah. Yeah, I brought a book up because I want to. Oh. I want to oh. talk about this because we talk about James Patterson and all the stuff he does, yeah. right? All right. Let me read the description. The book okay. is called Stalking. Jack the Ripper. Okay,
1: wait, wait. Before we do, uh, well, I want to talk about this Woman of God one, but yes, go ahead. Okay,
0: so the book is called Stalking Jack the Ripper. Okay. Uh, the back of the book reads, he murdered women in cold blood. He terrorized an entire city. He taunted those who have hunted him down. But despite all these horrors, in the end, I could not deny it. I was the girl who loved the Ripper. Okay. So this is a young adult book we just yeah. got by Carrie, uh, however you want to say her last name. How would you say that? Oh, boy. Yeah.
1: Maniscalco? Okay.
0: Okay. So Carrie has written this book called Stalking Jack the Ripper. Uh, no co-author. Yeah. But here at the very top, it <laughs> says James Patterson presents. Yeah. What the heck? Oh my god. It's not even it's not even uh
1: Well that's you know, we talked about the bookshot's flames. Right. Which are geared towards ladies, I right. would assume. Sure. Uh they're not co-authored by James Patterson. It's just They're just called James Patterson's Bookshot Flames and lists an I author. So now he's getting into just above the marquee. He's
0: not. There's no rhyme or reason to it anymore. Yeah. It's James Patterson Presents. It's James yeah. Patterson's. Yeah. I can't.
1: Yeah, just, this guy's everywhere. He is. Anyway. Yeah, he's out of control. The The, the book Woman of God about the, the woman pope yeah. actually sounded pretty interesting to me. And the cover is different from any other James Patterson books. So. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it actually looks
0: like a, uh, like a book you'd find in the religious section. Yeah, it does.
1: So, it does. I have no faith in Maxine Pietro, though, so I, I don't know if I'll read yeah. it. Yeah,
0: spanning the globe from drug dens, high-powered law firms, and churches of Boston to the horrific brutality of a civil war in the Sudanese desert to the beauty, violence, and spiritual enlightenment of the Holy Land. Woman of God is an epic, thrilling tale of perseverance, love, trust, and nothing less than what is meant to live in a fallen world. Yeah.
1: It sounds so, kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, in other James Patterson news, he had a book shot coming out called The Murder of Stephen King. So I saw this on uh, some early notices that we got, and I thought, geez, what a terrible idea. Like, why would you write a book about murdering someone, yeah. you know, who's like a real person? Why would you yeah, do that? And, he,
0: and Stephen King has said, James Patterson sucks. Has
1: he? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, I mean, Stephen King has had scary things before, you know, yeah. people so. messing with him. So anyway, it caused kind of, a, everybody's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, James Patterson recently just came out and said that... the it's never going to see the light of day. It's, it was already scheduled and probably printed and ready to go, and he's canceled it entirely. So we'll never get to read the huh. the murder of Stephen King because he thought it would just cause discomfort. Yeah. Even though he said there was no actual murder. Yeah. But just a weird thing to do, and then he, then the you know the reaction to it was so negative. That yeah. It's not it was even a weird thing to do anymore. So I yeah one less book. I'm shot. hoping
0: to get less controversy when I write my uh, murder of Nick Gunning story. Excuse me. Murder of Nick Gunning by Eric Mickles. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh it's uh, not done yet though. It's okay. kind of like a true to life story though, so well, I'm I'm kind of waiting for to figure out the ending, I guess. Huh.
1: Yeah. Me too. <laughs> wow. uh, hey, thanks for bringing me this water today. Yeah, I'm no problem. Drink it.
0: Just finish it.
1: Oh. Uh, no. I'm not I'm not. Okay. All, I'm right. Not well, yeah, I, all right. Well, yeah. All right. I'll just um Yeah. All right. Leave that for later. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh now, where are you going to be tonight?
1: oh um i don't all right you can tell me later all right i gotta finish my book okay so
0: all right here we got uh christmas caramel murder help me (laughs) christmas caramel murder uh hannah swenson holiday mystery with recipes huh by joanne fluke oh yeah queen of cozy mysteries she is yeah so uh have you ever read any of the joanne fluke books uh
1: no i was not um, even in book club no i had picked one for book club but it the reviews were just so bad oh really I changed my mind at the last minute <laughs> all right so no i haven't read any
0: alex kava is it kava sure all right reckless creed a writer creed novel mm-hmm. uh have you ever read it do you are you familiar with writer creed
1: uh yeah i know the series but i haven't uh,
0: read okay. it well there's a new one i don't okay. know what number book series it is what they find maybe the most prolific killer in the United States has ever known. Oh, Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing the music industry. Man, I hate Nickelback. Uh, Possession: The Steel Brothers Saga by Helen Hardit. It's book three of six. So here you go. I've never heard of this. Oh, you know what? Sorry, everybody. This what? isn't paperback. Oh boy, that's all right though. Actually, there's no option for hardcover. Yeah. So anyway. All right, now we're on to young adult. It's only young adult books, okay? Yes, okay. All right. Like a River Glorious, which is book two of the Gold Seer trilogy. The first one was uh, Walk on Earth, a Stranger okay, uh, by, Rachel, by Ray Carson. Uh, that was a pretty popular book. Made a lot of lists last year uh, for being great. So we have that coming in our collection. Okay. The Fever Code, Maze Runner, book five, prequel. The Maze Runner series by James Dashner. Boy. I don't know if this... So it's a prequel. But so is
1: The Kill Order. Wait, a so it's a, it's, a, it's a prequel, but it's a sequel. I, it's a sequel to the prequel?
0: I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know if it takes place after The Kill Order. Okay. Uh, it talks mm. about Wicked a lot, but I thought Wicked was good. Just kidding. Uh, before there was the maze, there was the fever code. <laughs>
1: stupid. So
0: all right, there you go. Are you going to read this? No. You love reading prequels first. No, I first. don't. <laughs> yes, you do. I, no, I've given up. All right. Crooked Kingdom. Jack Reacher taught
1: me a lesson. Sure did. I read a Jack Reacher prequel and I hated it <laughs> because I wasn't prepared. Yeah.
0: Uh, Crooked Kingdom, a sequel to Six of Crows by Leah Bardugo. Uh, the first one was called Six of Crows, so that's a that was also a pretty popular one. Okay. You probably recognize the cover. It's just a dark cover with a crow on it. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, also I think I know what you mean coming into our collection. And Swarm, which is book two in the Zero series. This is by Scott Westerfield. What was that? A Swarm. Oh. I've never read anything by Scott Westerfield. But no, he's another big neither. name in young adults.
1: I, I've sat on a Chesterfield, but I've never. I don't. know.
0: All just... right. Uh, Zeros is his newest one. Yeah. And so the sequel comes out now. He wrote stuff like uh, Leviathan, Behemoth. He wrote The Pretties. Or The Uglies. That's what it's <laughs> the called. Uglies. The Ugly series. He was The
1: Uglies. <gasps> that was me i'm just and kidding
0: it shows that you didn't learn anything from the book series the uglies you're right i didn't you're heartless and then bright smoke cold Fire fire i'm sorry bright smoke cold fire by roseman hodge okay it's what's sabriel i don't know sabriel meets romeo and juliet that doesn't help me <laughs> no it doesn't. i know one of those things I, yeah. <laughs> so, tragic
1: teenage love i guess that makes sense yeah
0: oh but look at this uh one of the they are called romeo and juliet just with different names confusing yeah and i'm sure is in there somewhere i'm gonna look this up while you vamp oh Sabriel. okay real oh wait I mean, no i'm supposed to do the uh the thing that was confusing it's by garth nix are you familiar with this no you're not because we've talked about it no. i don't know anything about this what? i'm closing this let's just get on to uh the new york times bestsellers list okay you ready? Yeah. You ready to see where some of your favorites have landed yes, this week? I am. All right. Number 10 of the New York Times bestsellers list found in your local New York City newspaper thing. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Whip. I'm so sorry. Take two. Oh, I need some NyQuil. Yeah, you do. Uh, 10. A Gentleman in Moscow. Oh. By Amor Tiles. <laughs> <laughs> number 9. Here I Am by Jonathan Safran Foer. <laughs>
1: So. I love the way you said that one. Thanks, sorry. These books don't seem right to me. Are you sure you're on the right list? I'm yeah. Okay. Hardcover fiction. Okay. They were they were up last All right. week. Uh
0: Here I Am, I think was number five okay. last week. Rock Me Like a Hurricane.
2: Here I am.
0: Yeah. Number eight, Apprentice in Death by JD Robb. Mm, dropping. Wasn't that number one? It was. Yeah. New this week at number seven, Nutshell by Ann McEwan <laughs> A fetus in utero overhears his mother plotting with his uncle to kill his father. The frick? <laughs> is that? That's crazy. That's what I... Yeah. A fetus oh. in utero yeah. overhears his mother plotting with his uncle to huh. kill his father.
1: Is Bruce Willis voicing the fetus? I guess.
0: <laughs> Jared Travolta comes in there at some yeah. point. Uh, number six. New this week. An obvious fact by Craig Johnson. Longmire. Part of the Longmire series sure of You bet it is. Number five. The woman in cabin 10, <gasps> a travel writer on a cruise, is certain she heard a body thrown overboard. She heard Dirt it? No one believes her. Oh, no. Because a body falling into the water sounds like anything falling into the water. That's true. And things falling into the water just sound like the water.
1: Yeah. When you're on a cruise ship, all you hear is splashing sounds outside. Yeah.
0: Or the sound of a cruise ship
1: going... Although, good for her, because I was on a cruise ship once. I thought I heard a body go over. I didn't tell anyone. Yeah? Yeah. What happened? Oh, everybody was fine. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> uh number four (laughs) the underground railroad by colson whitehead nick's favorite book of the year sticking
1: in there yeah good for you colson
0: (laughs) he's been on that's been on the list for uh seven weeks yeah well hey what do i know woman in cabin 10's been there for nine weeks yeah sticking uh stop saying sticking i
1: heard some not so good reviews of that some of some of our desk workers of what cabin 10 cabin 10 yeah really didn't like it
0: all right number three razor girl by carl Hassan. Hyacin. Hyacin. The ex-cop Andrew Yancey from Bad Monkey gets involved in a kidnapping gone wrong. Oh, I thought you had, I, no, I thought you had I, something no, there. I
1: haven't read those books. Okay.
0: Have you read anything by the author?
1: No, they were super... I mean, when I when I worked at the Library of Michigan, that was kind of during his peak, and people were desperate for the next one. Yeah. So he so slowed down remember. quite a bit recently.
0: All right. New this week at number two, Pirate by Clive Cussler and Robin... Yeah. Bursell. Okay. Sam and Remy Fargo pursue an ancient treasure. Okay, well, that <laughs> describes any. Yeah, any Cleve Custard. book, yeah. I thought this was a Dirk Pitt book. No, that's one. That, wasn't an that advanced was an advance notice. That was an advance, yeah. All right, number one is new this week. Commonwealth by Anne
2: Patchett. Patchett not Pratchett. Mm.
0: Uh, five decades in the lives of two families. Parents, children, siblings, stepchildren. Remade by divorce.
1: Mm. Interesting. Interesting
0: sure is. Divorce is very interesting. Yeah, it's true.
1: Anything on this list you want to read?
0: No. Anything I about mean, you? You send
1: it out to me that much either.
0: Yeah. I don't even know why I picked the girls. When yeah, I, random. I think the Manson stuff oh, yeah. is like slightly interesting. Like, I'll check this out. But yeah. I thought after I finished that, I'm like, maybe I'll read something else off the New York Times bestsellers list. But I almost read The Fall, the one about the plane. The yeah, small plane. I did too. But I saw some bad reviews for that. Well,
1: I picked that up and really didn't like the writing. So I just, yeah, that's I what just I never invested. So, and then I just haven't. So. Yeah.
0: Here you go. Yeah,
1: you could read that JD Robb one.
0: That's true. <laughs> or I could read uh, Girl in Kevin 10. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we should after all this what all the tearing is about. apart of it we've yeah. been doing. Yeah. So anyway, let's get to our main segment. Okay. Well, this I'm just going to lie down. Yeah. We're going to pass like out. It. Yeah. You, uh, you just carry on, all right?
1: Yes. All right. Okay. Well, it's Banned Book Week. what yeah uh september 25th through october 1st we're banning all the books we're banning books left right we take out of the library (laughs) at banned books yeah books are banned for a lot of reasons it's something that we occasionally have to deal with here yeah where we'll get a a complaint or not not always a complaint sometimes just a concern you know is it's the kind of book we should have and it's always hard you know it's always it's always a difficult thing to answer because You know, you have to sort of you have to think about it. You have to decide. But, you know, ultimately, censorship is bad. It's not, yeah, it's just not something that yeah. you want to get into. So, yeah. you know, that I know a library I worked in before, we had a thing where a patron who, you know, objected to some of the things that we had, yeah. romance novels mostly is what yeah. they were, uh, would, like, hide them. <laughs> would, would come in no. and, like, turn them over, That's put them hilarious. behind other books, and it was, like, a real problem. Yeah. So, I mean, you see So you in, banned her? Yeah. Nice. Take that you see Lady. this uh, in a lot of different ways, uh-huh. um, and it's just a, it's a slippery slope. I think yeah. is really what it is. You know, yeah. Cause once you start, once you start suppressing content, you know, where do you stop? Yeah. I think you could make an argument for a lot of things like, you know, do we want people to read Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah, it's, we're it's not banning books because they're bad, right? I don't ban books. Yeah. No, I don't either. I don't either. But it's just, you know, it is something. It's come up. I mean, even since yeah. you've been here, we've, we've had yeah. to look at it. You can't at, be uh, a young adult.
0: Like, you can't work with young adult books and not yeah. deal with the occasional, yeah. this shouldn't be in the young adult section. Right. Well, neither should you. Get out of here.
1: Well, and I mean, young <laughs> adult I, I, is interesting. I, I don't say that a lot. You know, like the Library of Congress, for example, just it's a juvenile book. They don't yeah. really distinguish. So, yeah. I mean, in putting... Plus, you
0: got people like, uh, uh, what's his name? It I don't starts know. Starts with a G. Green. John, oh, green john green yeah just pushing boundaries yeah to
1: but you know by i think you could by by us putting a, a label on it that says young adult yeah i mean that's that's our way of yeah. sort of saying this is kind of a dividing point yeah. here something that's that's not universally yeah. done yeah. you know it's be, more and more it's becoming like that but so we have a few events this week to take a look at some books that were banned yeah. over the years we're gonna have
0: a book burning no what no. Oh my gosh!
1: On the on the twenty seventh, so uh, of books on listeners, law. you missed it unless you saw this on our Facebook. <laughs> but uh, Tuesday the twenty seventh, we're doing a special screening of To Kill a Mockingbird, ah. a book that you know is now cherished and beloved, but was banned. Sure it at was. Time. And then we're having a special talk seven o'clock uh, September twenty seventh Tuesday in the Monday Club room with Dr. J- Jim Zoller from Houghton College, who teaches a course on censorship. He's going to come in, talk about some band books. We're going to do some reading. Okay. So it should be an interesting night. So yeah. hope you can join us for that. Yeah. Oh,
0: um, what a night. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we're going to look today at, at some some books that, uh, if you want if you want more information about this topic, first of all, you can look at bandbooksweek.org, where the ALA has a lot of stuff on it. But yeah. bandbookweeks.org. Is run by a, a several a group of just a variety of people sort of get together and and chair this and shine a light on some of this stuff.
0: Last year was kind of funny because it, it was banned book week or it was just right after banned book week. Yeah. And in the news was a school having to ban Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman uh. because a mom complained about it because mm. there's a scene where one of the characters overhears uh, a couple talking sexually mm. and. The made a big fuss about it. They were hmm. like, but the teachers like all the kids really love the book anyway, yeah. and it's just and really that's only I couldn't even remember. And I love that book. I could not remember that scene. Yeah, it's like two seconds in there. Oh, well,
1: it's funny. But, I mean, that's how it is. Some things you wouldn't even you wouldn't even catch, and other yeah. people would really yeah. uh, get stuck on it. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, you you can you can see more information at Bandbooksweek org. You can follow them on Twitter at. Uh, at Band Books Week for yeah. information check out uh,
0: check out the shirt I got on yes right now. Fahrenheit 451 Fahrenheit 451 classic was a gift yeah from this guy
1: yeah that's I'm pointing right. at you pointing at Nick everybody one of your favorites Call of the Wild high in the yeah. list here Yeah, Band Books let's get to it let's do it alright so we're gonna be looking at <laughs> a couple of years ago the Library of Congress put together a special display of Band Books talking about that and some of the ones that they and Band Books Week got together and sort of pulled aside books are, are that shaped
0: that, America yeah
1: Books that shaped America. So that's what we're going to dig into today. So uh, first on their list is The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain, 1984. So you've read Huck Finn?
0: Yeah, I listened to it. I listened to uh, Elijah Wood. Okay. If if you didn't know I was listening to Adventures of Fuck Finn, you might have thought I was listening to, like, a Tupac album <laughs> back in the 90s. <laughs> so there was a lot of times where I'm like, Elijah Wood, I know you're reading this book, but I don't think you can say yeah. those words. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough to get through. Oh, I'm sure. And I mean, it's hard. I mean... You could just be like, well, that was the time. But still, like, yeah. we're at the point now where I feel like, as a side society, we'd just be like, yeah, yeah that was it's the tough. time, I but mean... it was a bad time. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think that, but that brings up an interesting point, too. Certainly, it's not a, the case for this one. But I think when people hear banned books, they assume that they're you know, pornographic or yeah. sexually explicit or, you know, overly yeah. vulgar. But that's, you know, that, yeah. it, they're banned for many reasons. Yeah. Uh, so it's not always that. It's just, you know, certain yeah. things don't work. So uh, the first band of Mark Twain's American classic uh, in Concord, Massachusetts in 1885, called it trash and suitable <laughs> only for the slums. You know, it's
0: not helpful that I didn't like the book at all <laughs> yeah, either.
1: <laughs> It's it's one of the most challenged books of all time mostly nice. for the the racially insensitive <laughs> obviously uh, 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 attitudes uh, yeah. in it yeah but you know it's it's i mean it's sort of an important part of, of American literature too i mean it's, yeah. a lot of people say that American literature really started uh, with mark twain i, I so. hope that's not true <laughs> so you know i don't know if, so I boring don't, i don't really know if huck Finn is the kind of book that we can just be like no forget it it's gone. we have a collection yeah you do no, no, I think you just was. have to be aware. You don't know, have yeah. to understand, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so the autobiography of Malcolm X, sure, Malcolm X and Alex Haley. It's funny that you can ban
0: an autobiography. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're just banning history at this point.
1: Yeah. So. Well, I think, you know, at the time, Malcolm X was sort of seen as the the uh, extreme opposite of like a Martin Luther King. Yeah, one
0: would say he was uh, the Magneto, yeah. of Martin Luther King's. Uh, Professor X.
1: That's exactly right, I think <laughs> that you would say. Uh, so this this was denied. Uh, according to Banned Books Week, objectors have called this seminal work a how-to manual for crime and decried because of anti-white statements yeah. present in the book. Yeah. So, you know, this was, this was obviously objected to and put aside, and it's, I think... It's one that's, it's been divisive because yeah. obviously it's, it's, it's key to a, a really terrible time uh, in our country. Um, and I think, you know, now with, with hindsight and looking back at it, I think it's easier to understand like where the anger and the, and the hate was coming from and also, you know, what, what Malcolm X's goals were. So it's an yeah. interesting one. It's interesting because it's true. I mean, it's nonfiction, so yeah. it's kind of an odd one to be on there. Yeah. You want to take one? I don't want the next one, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) Beloved by Toni Morrison uh, came out in 1987, also on the list. Uh, Pulitzer Prize-winning novel uh, by perhaps the most influential African-American writer of all time is assigned to high school English students. Yeah. And again and again, parents' complaints are lodged against the book because of its violence, sexual content, and discussion of bestiality. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: That's why I let you read that one. Have you read it?
1: No. Oh, you just know that. No, I
0: just read the description there. I was like, oh, I don't want
1: to have to mention that. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Well uh, and again, you can find the a little bit more information on all of these at bandbookweeks dot org slash censorslip. Yeah. Censorship slash bandbook Censor that shaped America. Woo, that's a that's a, a mouthful. A censored slip is called a nightgown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you take the next sure. one? Sure.
0: <laughs> "Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee by D. Brown, 1970. Not only is this in our library collection, this is in my personal collection. Really? Yeah, I haven't yeah. read it yet, though. Oh, okay, but
1: you haven't. It's it. one of those
0: books that I'm like, i got to read it. And yeah. then it just sits there. Subtitled, "An the Indian History of the American West. This book tells the history of the United States' growth and expansion into the West from the point of view of Native Americans. So this book was banned uh, in Wisconsin in 1974 because the book might be a uh, pol- what is this? It has polarizing and they wanted to avoid controversy at all costs. I I read this quote earlier when you sent me this list. This quote makes me so mad. (laughs) It says, if there's a possibility that something might be controversial, then why not eliminate it? Oh my gosh. The official stated, yeah. whoever this official is needs to <laughs> shut up and just go away. Yeah. Needs to get a canteen and walk into the desert until he's never seen again.
1: <laughs> wow, take that, what unnamed a official. What stupid,
0: stupid thing to say. Yeah. If something is controversial, just eliminate it. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> all right.
1: Wow, well, the next one's one of your all-time favorites. So That's true. Take that. I got Can my, you, is there right any, here, to... I can't, are you like, you're yeah. not mad by that? Of course I'm mad by that. Yeah, but that's the whole point. That's why we're talking about this because these are these are things that, that people really think and feel. And that's one of, I think, our responsibilities yeah. as librarians, especially the biggest library in the county here, to, to be a place where yeah. we have just open access, free open access to information. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's kind of the goal. Yeah. So, part of the reason why uh, across the country yeah. we, we take time to look at banned nope. books is Hopefully, because we, we don't want to perpetuate that yeah. kind of feeling.
0: Hopefully, there's listeners out there who maybe were thinking about banning a book, yeah. but now they're hearing
1: this and like, wait a second. Yeah, that's a should. crazy thing to that's do. Jive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I got to get back into the music of the 60s and 70s <laughs> and remember what's really right about that's this right.
1: world. Yeah, well, try the Beach Boys. I got some new albums. i <laughs> <Sure to pull laughs> do. Yeah. All right, yeah.
0: Beach Boys will definitely bring it back on track. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> this is the worst now. trip I've ever yeah. been on or whatever. I've been listening to the Beach Boys in Nick's car. Yeah. That's so true. there we go. Yeah. Uh yeah, The Call of the Wild by Jack London. I don't understand this. Um because it's bloody and uh violent, but like not really, and like dogs attacking each other way, but it's I never really read it in like, oh, that was a violent scene. Yeah. Um Maybe because I'd cut my teeth on animorphs.
1: Well, maybe. <laughs> I think a lot of things come up where it's it's cha- this one says it's challenged for age appropriateness. So that's true because of the animal thing. Yeah, I think the I think the part of the feeling is, and I'm not saying this is good, right. but That. It, people assume that it's like a heartwarming young animal story yeah. i can
0: tell you i'm gonna be reading uh, and... white fang and call of the wild to my children okay so and animal farm i'm yeah. gonna trick them with that one. Oh, good yeah, yeah I like <laughs> it. um but what surprises me here it was burned in nazi germany in the 20s and 30s because it was considered too radical but call the wild presents a very naturalistic worldview huh. and you would think the nazis would have been like pro that yeah like if it's just, you know, nature, then everything they're doing is right. Right. So it's weird that it got under the Nazi radar.
1: Yeah. For banning. Yeah. You, you, you expect logical reason thought from the Nazis. <laughs> so yeah. it's right. shocking. Yeah. Catch 22. <laughs> um, have you read catch 20? I haven't. I want to though. Okay.
0: Uh, let's see. Strongville, Ohio refused to allow the book to be taught in high school English classroom in 1972. It was refused to be Uh, also refused to consider Cat's Cradle as a substitute text and removed both books from the library. Uh, This eventually led to a 1976 district court ruling overturning the ban. Wow. So I I wonder why, other than the guy just not wanting to join the military. Hmm. Maybe it was one of those, like, this is anti-American. Yeah. Over here in Ohio. Yeah, Yeah. Catcher in the Rye, young Holden, favorite child of the censor. Oh, okay, favorite child of the censor. Frequently removed from classrooms and school libraries because it is unacceptable, obscene, blasphemous negative foul filthy and undermines morality wow i think holden always thought people never noticed anything
1: (laughs) well they noticed that he's blasphemous and obscene i guess yeah i haven't read the Catcher in the rye no i haven't either now I kind of want to. Yeah, seriously, we should have a banned books. Book <laughs> <Yeah>. club.
0: <laughs> if you if you ban a book, you have only increased its sales. Oh, that's true. So well,
1: geez, I think that's why Dan Brown is still writing books yeah, to this day because yeah. the outcry with after the Da Vinci Code yeah. made everyone yeah. be like, well, what's in this book? I got to read it.
0: All right, I'll take this next one, and then you can go on. Okay. Uh, Fahrenheit 451, a oh, book yeah. about censorship, yeah. and. And I love this. Rather than ban the book about book banning outright, Fernando Middle School in Irvine, California, utilized an expurgent version of the text in which all the hells and dams were blacked out. <laughs> Other complaints have said the book went against uh, objectors' religious beliefs. Oh, boy. It's wow. crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine that <laughs> having a book that is I mean, specifically not, about
1: banning? How it? do you do something like that and not see the irony? You know, it's crazy. It's just we should burn these books. <laughs> <laughs> <Third>. Oh look!
0: <laughs> Apparently, Fahrenheit 451 is the right temperature. Get the oven. <laughs>
1: they took a how-to manual. Yeah, I've never <laughs> oh, thought man.
0: wearing a Fahrenheit 451 T-shirt was so rebellious. Yeah, but okay. here it is.
1: Yeah, it sure is. Whew. That is crazy. Okay. How are we doing on time? Th- How many more do you want to do? I mean, let's see. We're at a, we're about an hour. Okay. Well, so, uh, next. I mean, there's so much here. I know. There is a lot. For the bells tolls. It. Yeah. Uh, shortly after its publication, the U.S. Post Office, which purpose was in part to monitor and censor distribution of media and text, declared the book non-mailable. Wow, easy, the post office. This is for whom the bell tolls, Ernest Hemingway. In the 1970s, eight Turkish booksellers were tried for spreading propaganda unfavorable to the state because they published and distributed the text. This wasn't Hemingway's only banned book. A Farewell to Arms and Across the River and Into the Trees were also censored domestically and abroad in Ireland, South Africa, Germany, and Italy. Wow. The post office refused to mail it. Gone with the Wind is here.
0: The Grapes of Wrath. Oh, that's was banned because of its profanity and sexual references mm. wow that is crazy i great gatsby i guess because it has booze yeah. it says and decadent lives yeah, but like
1: excess you know but it's all negative yeah you don't envy these well, people yeah but i mean i feel like the people banning these books are probably yeah. not the people who are thinking about you yeah. know the content uh, in a thoughtful way, yeah. just sort of like, what look badge look of
0: courage
1: is on yeah. this list? Howell always comes up. That, Howell's going to be featured in our talk tomorrow. Nice. It's an Ellen Ginsburg word.
0: Here's the thing I don't understand. On this list, you got Stranger in a Strange Land by Robert A. Heinlein. Oh. And the book is very sexual and everything. It says parents were uh, given more control over what their child was assigned to read in class, and so they kicked this. I don't know why kids are reading Stranger in the Strange Land. As an adult, I thought it was long and boring. Mm. Seems like a weird book for kids that have ever been it was retained at 2003 such a weird choice for teenagers yeah that is At i mean more power to them it's just not a book i want to read can i also say it's crazy that where the wild things are is on this list huh. because it's dark
1: yeah <laughs> yeah well it's uh I, I read that i read that to my son and i could sort of like it did sort of freak me out just a little bit Hmm. I mean, the kids sort of like climbing out the window and going off and yeah. having these adventures. I mean, it was sort of like, ooh, I yeah. don't know if I, I, don't know if I want that to be in his head. Sure.
0: But yeah, because uh, Christopher Robin's parents are completely involved with his adventures. <laughs> they
1: are. They totally are. <laughs> Streetcar Named Desire. that's another interesting one. Tennessee Williams play. I'm a big yeah. Tennessee Williams fan. Well, there's uh, a big ending. Yeah, that's disturbing. Yeah. So this was. Uh, let's see. Oh, even the film. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual content of this play, which later became a popular and critically acclaimed film, raised eyebrows and led to self-censorship when the film was being made. The director left a number of scenes on the cutting room floor to get an adequate rating and protect against complaints of the play's morality. Oh, boy. So it is a pretty intense play. There's no question about that. Hey,
0: in a book you just read, To Kill a Mockingbird. That's
1: right. So... Uh, Harper Lee's great American tome stands as proof positive that the censorious impulse is alive and well in our country even today. For some educators, the Pulitzer Prize-winning book is one of the greatest texts teens can study in an American literature class. Others have called it a degrading, profane, and racist work that promotes white supremacy.
0: Do you find that to be true, having read it? No, <laughs> it's no, like the opposite. I wouldn't
1: say that, yeah. I, I think that's a that's a really weird takeaway from that. So yeah, people are odd. crazy. Well, this this list in in full and with uh, a lot more information again yeah. can be found at bandbooksweek dot org <laughs> slash censorship slash bandbooks that shaped America. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's just quickly. I'll, run I'll put
0: th- the uh, the link in the description oh, as well
1: okay here are the rest of the titles in cold blood invisible man the jungle leaves of grass moby dick native son our bodies ourselves the red badge of courage scarlet letter sexual behavior in the human male stranger in a strange land their eyes were watching god uncle tom's cabin and the words of caesar chavez so Nuts. all those will be found there and hope you can join us tuesday when, night for the uh, talk
0: yeah remember when harry potter was being banned too yeah it was crazy yeah the only book kids wanted to read, and like, no, yeah. you can't read what you oh, want to read. I remember.
1: Read. I mean, that was a, in my community. That was a big thing. It promotes witchcraft. Yeah, you know. I mean, that That's, that was the big concern that it there crazy, was crazy like that. And I always thought it was funny because it's like, yeah, Harry Potter's evil. Let's go watch The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, which is about good witches and bad witches. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's just there. Yeah. I mean, every fairy tale has a witch in it. Yeah, you know. But Harry it, Potter was
0: the it's world. nuts. I don't understand banning books. Yeah, I don't understand telling kids they can't read something they want to read. Yeah, so. My teacher had been like in fifth grade, you're too young to read Michael Crane, I would have never Yeah I would have just read Jurassic Park somewhere else.
1: Yeah, well, it's damaging. I mean, I think you kind of hope. I mean, I guess, like, like, as a parent, I would hope that, I, that my son would be prepared for that kind of yeah. stuff. And yeah, I've been giving him a lot of questions. controversial things you, to read on I, uh, I, I, the I side. Would, would hope that he would know to, like, bring questions yeah. if he had it. You know, yeah. I think that, I don't know. It's gross. Yeah. I think censorship and book banning is just yeah. plain gross. It sure is. So, and we're not going to do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So then the official stance of all the books is that we don't ban yeah, books. we're anti-book
1: banning. Yeah. So I hope that's not too shocking. Yeah. I hope we don't end up on a list of banned podcasts. Oh, my gosh. That'd so, be kind of cool. Yeah, our, that's true. our listeners that's true. would go up. Oh, Man, I would get that tattooed on me so fast. Yeah. Do you want to get matching all the books tattoos? Do you want to get matching all the books tattoos? Uh, oh, you're afraid right. of the needle. You're yeah. afraid of the needle, aren't you? Sure I am. Chicken. Yeah. Shirts? Well, t-shirts. Also, what? You want to get T-shirts then? that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, wait.
0: How, were those shirts stitched together with a needle? Uh, well, actually, they're tattoo
1: shirts. <laughs> yeah, people like get tattooed wedding rings. We're just gonna tattoo a whole shirt. Okay. Right? So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's gonna be. Sure. Yeah, it'll go good with the spider web I have up my neck. Yeah, it tattoo. really worried. Yeah. So. so, oh, huh. books. So Maybe what? that'd be
0: smart because if you had a spider web tattooed on your face and flies are afraid of spider webs, they'd be like buzzing, buzzing, and oh they're like, gosh. "Wait a second, yeah, that's a spider yes. web. I'm out of here."
1: That is brilliant. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that suggestion. Yeah. I'm gonna do that.
0: But then a spider web be like, "I'm going to make this yeah, my home." Be like, "Well,
1: look at that. they will just move right in. <laughs> Yeah. Can't believe somebody left this here. So what do you have coming up uh, in library news?
0: Oh, you know. Yeah. But our listeners don't. Yeah. Uh, we've got our after-school card games for teens uh-huh. on Tuesdays at 3 o'clock until about 5. Mm-hmm. Kids can play Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic and Pokemon mm-hmm. and Naruto. Uh, on Wednesday nights at 5.30, we've got our Teen Anime Club. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Okay. Book and October 7th, mm-hmm. we're watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out, Out of, the of the Shadows. Shadows. Okay. Yes i've already watched it i know oh did you like it i did like it uh Um, it it wasn't it it's weird you said why isn't it pg yeah and i watched it and it really should be okay because the only reason it's pg-13 is because they give casey jones a few swears yeah and if you take those out i imagine it would go down to pg um and if it was pg i think i would have been more on board with the tone they went with because it was a little bit more kid-friendly than the first one i think it's a a much better
1: it's a weird audience
0: i think it's a it's good i think it's a really good movie the turtles actually have like a storyline oh that's nice and like an emotional problem they all have to get over and like all the characters are like really well done in it casey Mm. jones played by uh steve Steve armel Armel. uh not so great okay but bebop and rocksteady are pretty funny uh krang is disgusting okay i don't know if you if there was a way to do a giant brain yeah probably not like krang and not probably make it not. gross shredder's underused shredder's barely in it okay uh but he was the main villain of the first yeah. one and baxter baxter star is in it played by uh tyler perry tyler perry yeah doing like a parody version of uh, neil degrasse tyson that's funny huh? and it is it's pretty funny they should have
1: just got neil degrasse tyson yeah they really should have <laughs> um
0: uh, vernon's pretty good in it too okay played by i can't I can never remember his name Oh, Will Arnett. Yes, Will Arnett. Yeah, really I love funny. Will Arnett. So, I think, I think you would enjoy it. I think everything you didn't like about the first one is gone. Yeah. None, it doesn't deal with the origin stuff at all. Okay. I think it's just it's fun. All right. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, I probably don't never watch it. Just do it! No. Uh, uh,
1: for my library news, as I mentioned, Tuesday the 27th at 2 o'clock we're showing To Kill Mockingbird. I'm never
0: watching that! Okay.
1: I've never seen it actually. I've only read the book. Oh. Seven o'clock is our talk with Dr. Jim Zoller in the Monday Club Room. You can yeah. join us for that talk and reading of, of some banned books. Yeah, he taught uh, me
0: poetry. Did he? Yeah, I oh, taught did you his have class him as a professor. Yeah, oh, okay,
1: cool. I never did. Yeah. Um, what else? Book clubs currently reading *Girl on a Train* and *Emma* by Alexander McCall Smith. Uh, the next round is uh, Frankenstein by Dean Koontz. That'll be our Halloween read. Uh-huh. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned for Halloween. We'll talk about that as as we get closer, but we've got some, yeah. some movie showings. We've got uh, just a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff going on here yeah. in the library for that. And, of course, Alexander McCall Smith coming October 20th. Sure. So uh, if you want tickets for the reception and for the book signing, I urge you to get them early because that is, that's limited.
0: Are you going to read the sequel to Girl on Train? Snakes on a Plane. I was gonna say "chucka chucka stab stab." Oh yeah, But you that's, beat me too. It's pretty so. good. Yeah, okay. right, yeah, I'll read it. Chucka chucka stab stab. Sure. Yeah, I'll read stab stab. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: I do want to see the movie "Girl on the Train." The I know. One, thank you. Cool. You no, want to Oh, thank you. Okay.
0: Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. though. Somebody yeah. else that I was kind of surprised.
1: I didn't recognize anybody but Emily Blunt. All right. There was somebody else I knew. Okay. Well, remember to rate us on iTunes if you like us. If you yeah. don't like us, you don't have to rate us. That's yeah. fine. Just,
0: I mean, again, we're against censorship. Right. So go yeah, ahead yeah. if it's the thing you want to do. Say
1: your negative feelings. That that would yeah. be great. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at all the book show. And remember, we want to hear your thoughts about Alexander McCall Smith, about Halloween Reads. Sure do. Halloween movies. So you can send them all there. Or find us on Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library. You can yeah. always email us at wellsville at org. Yeah. Uh, and then we're just here in the library, so you can stop in, chat with us. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you don't like that? Uh, you don't, it, I don't know. You feel too We exposed. might get some
0: extreme fans who just oh, want to yeah. talk to us all the That's time. That's true. Yeah. Always take I got work to do. Us and stuff. So. Yeah.
1: I understand. I understand. Well, thanks, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.